Welcome to another episode of Unpartisan. I'm Pat. And I'm Eli. It has been a debate circling through this nation that is important to every man, woman, and both. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I think I know where you're going with this. It's, um, it's an important topic because everybody needs to do it, and we just don't know where. Okay. It's... Where can I pee? What if you have to go number two? All right. Same issue? Where can I piss and where can I shit? Okay, fine. Or where can I wash my hands? This is especially true with people that are transgender. Okay. These are people that have decided that they are not the sex that they were meant to be. They weren't born the sex that they okay. think they should be, and uh-huh. now have decided to transition right. into another sex. That's wonderful. So normally, you know, a man mm-hmm. would go mm-hmm. into the men's room and feel very awkward for standing around, pissing, right. whipping his dick out in front of right. other men. What a time. So he decides to become a woman and now goes into the women's room. Right. Right. Uh, well, what a time to be alive. Seriously, it's just... <laughs> here's my problem with this debate. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> it shouldn't even be a debate right now. That's the problem. This shit never fucking mattered before Bruce Jenner. You realize that? I mean, um, okay. So for the most part, it's you know, it's the it's the liberals that are pushing this issue that they want to get. You know, they're bringing light to it. Like, we have to get equal rights for these people to go into these bathrooms and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. There's huge problems in the world right now. Right now, we're facing maybe some of the biggest problems the world has ever faced in the history of humanity. Okay? Okay. We have Islamic fundamental terrorism. They want to take over the world... They want to. They want to kill every man, woman, and child that is an infidel. Right? Mm-hmm. We have, whether you believe it or not, we have, or we may not have, a global warming epidemic. Mm-hmm. Right? We have a giant man baby that wants to nuke everyone. Right? Kim Jong Un or well, Trump? Donald Trump okay. and Kim Jong Un. <laughs> They're not saying. mutually exclusive. Okay. It's both sides. I mean, there's just there's this there's literally there's a new there's a new like trend uh, slashing face slashing. That's even bigger than this stupid issue. Okay, literally, there's what maybe 300, 400 million people in the U.S. Somewhere around there, I'm guessing. Sounds like a good number. Okay, you know how many percentage of those people are transgender? I would. Say maybe 1%, and that's high? 0.3% are transgender. Okay. Here's my other issue with this. (laughs) This never mattered before because nobody ever said anything because they look like the people that are supposed to be going into those bathrooms. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Yeah. See, I thought there was some sort of magical barrier in front of each ba- each public bathroom. And if you weren't the correct sex to go through that door, <laughs> it would just stop you. No. Like it, would, it would zap your no. biorhythms, figure out what Look. your sex was, compare it to your birth certificate, 
in nanoseconds and then block you. This is this is it. a typical diversion tactic from maybe some other garbage that's going on, and like they want to get people talking about something stupid, which we're doing right now because we're <laughs> stupid. Okay, the only reason we're talking about this is because we're stupid. <laughs> It is so stupid. Nobody nobody cared before. This was never an issue. You think transgender people just popped out of nowhere in the last year and a half? They've been no. around going into these bathrooms forever. As a matter of fact, two months ago, we went to the movies. And I'm texting on my phone, looking down after the movie... And I walk into the bathroom, and what do I say? I look up, and I'm just like, oh, that's weird. There's no urinals in this bathroom. I didn't <laughs> think anything of it. I went to the bathroom. When I came out, I was like, holy shit, I was in the girl's bathroom. Wow. Nothing happened. Nothing happened? No. You didn't rape anybody in there? No. Wow. It's, it's no, no, I'm crazy. <laughs> and guess what? If I saw a woman, you know what happened? Oh, my mistake. And then it's mm-hmm. the end of it. Now they're making an issue out of it. It's just stupid. And if you had a wig on and you had shaved, then she right. may not have thought anything of it. I know. I mean, and it, think about it. It only really matters in the woman's bathroom. <laughs> let's, let's, let's call it what it is. This is a woman's bathroom problem. You think yeah. any guy is going to give a shit who the fuck goes into the bathroom when they're in there? You think if a guy's peeing and a chick walks into the bathroom, he's going to be like, oh, get out, get out, get out, and start screaming? No. He's going to be like, you want to hold it? <laughs> he's going to say some disgusting remark or anything. Unless God. it's really small and the guy, you know, feels really well, weird. You know, like... then you care whoever goes into the bathroom. <laughs> you know, then you're basically like hiding. You maneuver or you're in a stall or something. It's... Don't worry. But the issue didn't come up because of liberals talking about it. It came up because all of a sudden, conservative states decided to make a stand. Make a stand because liberals started to talk about it. That's the only reason. I'm siding with the Republicans on this one. They're like, no, this is a fucking non-issue. This is stupid. I don't even know why you're bringing this up. This is the dumbest thing to be bringing up at this point in time. Okay? Who gives a shit? Who cares? Well, okay, North let, Carolina seems let me to ask care. you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think that people will take advantage of this rule? Any more so than they have? Yes. If, no. if it was a rule now that a man, a pervert, whoever, could walk into the uh, uh, a woman's bathroom. No, I don't think anything is going to change. Okay, so nothing is going to change. You don't think people are just going to be like, I think I'm a woman today, so I'm going to go into here. And you can't stop me. Well, once again, it becomes that magical barrier that was never there. Guys have been doing that forever. Okay, who's to say a guy is not going to walk in? But you you, know, not. But you you can get arrested for that before. Yeah. Now you can't because it's legal. Because he could just be like, "No, no, I feel like a woman today. I identify that way." It's stupid. It's just stupid. Just it's an issue that should have just been left alone. It's such a teeny tiny percentage of the population, okay? It's so small. I mean, look, again, and it's only women. Let, let me ask you a question. Yes. If you had a daughter and she was in the girl's bathroom, would you be upset or would you be worried if, 
let's say your you know your little daughter she she goes she has to go to the bathroom she goes in there and you see some big ass biker dude walk into the bathroom you'd be all right with it no I wouldn't be all right why not you're a racist and a bigot and you hate everything and you need to die because a biker dude he feels like a woman. Oh, now, oh, but you didn't say that before. You well, just what said if a biker he felt dude. like a woman? <laughs> it's retarded. See, just, but that's that's a, the fear tactic you're, it's you're playing It's not a fear into. tactic. It's yes, a, it is. It's a non-issue. That's what I'm saying. If that biker dude didn't put a wig on and just walked into the girl's bathroom, it would just it would be the Wigs same are scenario. Expensive. All right, what fine. If you can't afford a wig. Then a uh, dress from Walmart? Right. Not Target because... Well, no. Well, then Target because they allow everyone to go in to whatever bathroom they please. Look, people think the grass is always greener, right? Maybe some guys want to go into the women's bathroom because they think it's cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know? Wouldn't you want to go... In, well, men's bathrooms are disgusting. They're the most disgusting <laughs> thing. Public bathrooms for men are gross. So, like, you know, you always picture a woman's bathroom as being, like... Mr. Clean Clean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, if you now have the right to be like, man, I can choose whatever bathroom I want. I'm going to go in the clean one. And then that one's going to get dirty. Exactly. And then women are going to go into the men. It's menu. worse than that. Because I grew up with women. Okay? And I know how disgusting... Women are maybe more disgusting than men. However, they just mask it better. Unless they're in the same area together. And they can just let loose. They're disgusting people. They're horrible. Their bathroom's not any better, believe me. So what you're saying is, this is going to just make all public bathrooms horrible. Exactly. Exactly. At least one half of the population. At least you could like imagine something awesome. Here's the flip side to that. Okay? Because in states like North Carolina, and this is the dumbest thing, now they're saying... Whatever your birth certificate says you were born as, you have to go into that bathroom. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, there are there are people that literally have completely uh, transitioned to the other sex. For example, a transgender bodybuilder, Sean Stinson. This is a gigantic black guy now bodybuilder what happens when this guy goes into the ladies bathroom because by law he has to now how are people going to react to this <laughs> this is what I'm saying they open the can of worms it's like Pandora's box it's so stupid now this guy he's huge and we all know in South Carolina or North Carolina people are afraid of black people <laughs> Right? Yeah, alright. So now, like, your, your little girl's going into the bathroom and this big-ass black dude that's a freaking power lifter goes in there because he has to. It's ridiculous. That's why I'm saying this debate, it shouldn't be a debate. It shouldn't matter. They should have left it alone from the beginning. The only reason this is a problem is because the dumbass liberals had to make it a problem. Probably because Hillary's not doing well. I don't know. I don't know. What else is... Why would you bring it up? Because they lost the gay marriage debate. Gay marriage debate is stupid, too. <laughs> it's just stupid. But the conservatives went under their belt, so I figured they went for the next well, one. Well, not real. I mean, you can, you can get married in, if you're gay in some states. 
Yeah, no, I mean the conservatives lost pretty much. Yeah. So well, now they're like, all right, well let's uh, segregate somebody else. It's not segregation though. It was never an issue before. Nobody, nobody ever said anything before. This was not a problem. Like, if gay people were just getting married and no one was saying anything, it wouldn't have been an issue, right? But they weren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. You know, they would try to and they'd be like, no, you can't. If a transgender person went to the other bed, they, no one said anything. <laughs> no one cared. No one said anything. It was never an issue. Okay? Um, so is there a solution to the problem now? Well, I'm off base on all accounts of this because I don't like going into public bathrooms, period. No one does. I want single bathroom, single gender neutral bathrooms that I can just go into my little hiding hole, pee, shit, masturbate in peace, and come out and, I I don't know, maybe have some sort of cleaning device that just sprays and disinfects everything after somebody walks out the door. You know, the other problem with the whole... In North Carolina is one of the uh, one of the opposers of the bathroom bill. This guy, Chad Severians. I mean, he was a big proponent. He was one of the top guys. Mm-hmm. You got to be a moron because this guy's a registered sex offender. <laughs> okay, so now they're like, "Well, look who wants to use the bathroom." You know. Anyway, um, I think there's a big market here that can be taken advantage of. What the, market? The unsung heroes of the bathroom world. The ones who no one ever really talks about. The ones that have always been in the shadows. Janitors? Porta potties. The original transgender bathroom. Anyone could use <laughs> it. Alright? That's what the world's gonna become now because of this. A whole giant planet of porta potties. Actually, I went to uh, Mardi Gras last year. And oh, this year actually, and there were gender-specific porta potties. What? I've never yeah. seen anything like that. I mean, not a lot of people were following the code. Why would there them? be? That's the thing. Why? It's not like you're sharing it with anyone. And that's the other thing, I guess. You know, like maybe no more of these bathrooms with like ten freaking stalls in them, which would be fine by me. You know, I don't want to be pooping next to four of the guys pooping. Yeah. Maybe you should just have single bathrooms. That's what I'm saying. But look at look at where our lives have no become. What? what that we're complaining about where we can. But we're talking about it. Why are we talking about this? There's so many things that have because to be done. People need the piss and shit. The economy's in a spiral, <laughs> downward spiral. Donald Trump stakes. Come on. It's it's a human necessity. To relieve yourself. And it's never been a problem until now. And just think of all the transgender people that are, like, have to hold it in until these states, you know, and the federal government make a decision. Because right now the federal government's suing North Carolina. North Carolina is suing suing the federal government. Well, first of all... And the poor transgender people are just holding it in. It should just be um, that the states decide. That's how it should work. But no. I don't know. This is just like, what, eight transgender people in the world? <laughs> Let them go where they want to go. 0.3% is more than just, eight people in even the United States. Just look the other way. 
It shouldn't be an issue. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't have gotten to this point, but it has, and... Now it has to be dealt with. Exactly. Somehow. Now it has to be dealt with. It's like the weird uncle everyone has. No one really knows why he's weird. And like one day someone says something like, he touched me. Now, guess what? We have to deal with this. Mm -hmm. No one wanted to before. (sighs) I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not talking about this anymore. It's ridiculous. I'm done with it. You're done with it? Alright. I'm done with it. We'll touch base on it again when uh, they make a decision. It's not going to be a decision. You understand? (laughs) Places in North Carolina and stuff... Like, you think that even if the law existed now where they can go wherever they want, it's going to be a big problem. You think some honky-tonk sheriff going to go in there, someone's going to call him and be like, it's legal. No. Cops don't care what's legal anyway. Since when do they care what's legal and not legal? You know? They're going to beat the shit out of whoever's in there. And then it's going to be like, oh, he fell. <laughs> I don't know. Or she fell. Whatever the hell you call them. I don't know. Whatever. It's stupid. And we're stupid. Mexican drug lord, El Chapa. Great guy. Great guy. Pioneer. <laughs> Businessman. Entrepreneur. <laughs> Alright, that's good enough. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming to Brooklyn. He is. He wants extradition. El Chapo extradition. Um, Mainly because uh, he and his lawyer claim that the conditions were unbearable. Okay? But now you have to start to think to yourself, what the fuck is unbearable to El Chapo? Right? Yeah. They already dug the hole... Underneath the Mexican prison before he even went to prison. Right. You know that. Right. And he's escaped what? Twice? Yeah, uh, at least twice. At least once, but maybe twice. And so Mexico has decided, after some deliberation, that they will indeed allow him to go and become, uh, is it extradized? I well, know. I thought he was being extradited for crimes in Brooklyn. It's not he like he was going on vacation. But he was, but Mexico was debating letting him go. Because they're like, no, we have him. He did crimes here too. They don't have to let him go. Right. You know, but they decided yes. And let's be honest, they only did it because they want to save face. Because they know that eventually in a Mexican prison, <laughs> they're going to break his ass out again. <laughs> they're like, uh, all right, let's get rid of this motherfucker. You know, if he's going to break out, someone will break him out in Brooklyn and they'll take the heat for it. But, uh, so they had him write down, uh, things like, you know, what was, you know, he had, there's deliberation. Mm -hmm. So they're like, well, what the hell is so unbearable? And here's some of the things that he wrote. Uh, no bottled water, only tap water. Well, that's a death sentence right there in Mexico. Uh, his comforter had false down instead of real down feathers. So that was a problem. Um, ShopRite brand soda instead of Coca-Cola brand. These are not jokes, by the way. These are things he wrote. Um, he didn't have on-demand as a feature on his cable. On his cable? Yeah. As in, like, other people... Everybody has their own cable? No, only he did. Oh, okay. And uh, they wouldn't let him hang a Cindy, uh, Cindy Crawford poster on his wall. 
Cindy Crawford? Yeah. Like he likes Cindy Crawford. Old Cindy Crawford or like Old Cindy Crawford current. Dude, old Cindy Crawford looks freaking good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up for you right now. Looks like now. This is what she looks like right now. She still looks pretty hot, dude. You know well, I guess I saw the old Cindy Crawford. Oh god, sorry, that's Amy Schumer. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh oh dear god. Yeah, I thought I saw a picture of old Cindy Crawford about five years ago that she looked horrendous, but I guess she got some work done. I don't think so. I think she just had an off day, maybe. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. One of those day-by-day models. Yeah. So he also said, like, if you get me out of here, I'll couple plea to whatever you want. Let's get this thing done. Right? And his only, <laughs> his only, other, his only other demand was, <laughs> he'll say he did whatever if... He is allowed to live in Sean Penn's basement. Wow, they must have definitely connected when uh, yeah. Sean Penn did that interview. Yeah, this is not this is this is for real. These aren't jokes. This is he wants to live in Sean Penn's basement. I guess Sean Penn's basement would be better than a Mexican prison. You don't know, dude. <laughs> Sean is Penn's it? a weird fucking guy. <laughs> He's married to Madonna. He's got a weird face. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it being like a dungeon down there where he gets like, you know, tortured. You know, S&M where... Or depending on whatever role he needs to be in for... Right. A movie. Right. Okay. Does he even do movies anymore? What's the last movie he did? The last one I remember was Milk when he was the gay congressman. Well, what's that basement like? <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. I know he's been in movies after that, but I just can't pick him up. Maybe he's in that gangster movie. Probably. I don't know. So, so politics has, you know, throughout history, seeped its way into movies, right? Mm-hmm. And two of the movies that you wanted to talk about, or at least the one that I think is really annoying, is <laughs> Batman versus <laughs> Superman, right? Yes. Okay. Do you like politics in movies and if you do do you like politics in superhero movies in general or are we talking about Batman versus Superman let's talk about in general first in general like you okay with that yes I think politics in superhero movies can be great because what else is a superhero going to do besides fight bad guys uh-huh. You know, having a nice, subtle background in politics to make things just feel a little more important and realistic than just some guy that could be a god beating up another guy or girl that could be a god. Nobody is going to a fucking superhero movie because they want to see something realistic. Nobody. I'm not saying realistic, but just have undertones. No, they, people are sick of the fucking bullshit that goes on in politics day in and day out, and they want an hour and a half of just, I don't want to think about this shit anymore. I want to see some dude that can fly and shoot laser beams out of his eyes, fight a guy that's dressed like a bat and is insane. Why do you have to fucking bring politics into it? I don't understand. Because it's always a fucking agenda. 
There's always an undertone of something. It's so annoying. So what? You want every movie to be any every action movie to be like Ninja Turtles, where it just sucks across the board. Lots no. of action, but you're just no. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to suck. It could be a great storyline. Things like political movies, like Milk. That was a great movie. I didn't see it. It was a great movie. Okay, but it was it's meant to be a supposed to be movie. about politics. Okay, okay? Spider Man. I don't. Wait, what do you want him? Let's put Spider Man on the southern border. Let's like, stop the illegals. It's ridiculous. No, and also, like, think about it. Directors. Producers, writers, these guys, they're weird. They're all fun. There's all a bit of weirdness into them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is their skewed version of politics also, right? This is like the way they see politics. I don't care what you think about politics. I don't care. Keep it out of my movie, right? So like Batman versus Superman. What did you take out of it? As a movie? As or far as, as politics politi- in the movie. Well, my problem with Batman vs. Superman yeah. was how they tried to instigate politics like The Dark Knight Returns, the Frank uh-huh. Miller comic book, right. where Superman was kind of like Ronald Reagan's little henchman that was running around, right. and Batman was the dark horse of the political spectrum, I could say. You could right. say. And then Batman vs. Superman, it's almost the exact opposite. Listen. Remember when Superman was fun, okay, and, like, when Christopher Reeves did it, and he'd be like, oh, I'm here to defend uh, this and that and liberty and life in the American way. It got boring. The American, he doesn't even say the American way anymore, because we can offend other countries. It's fucking (laughs) retarded. You even have to make that political? Really? Like, let's, let's say, we, this is exactly what Batman vs. Superman was first of all, it, the movie sucked dick. Yeah, all right. I can agree with that. Second of all, Ben Affleck needs to die. Okay. <laughs> Thirdly, it was just a movie that they made so they can introduce four other stupid movies and the Justice League. They had Flash and some cyborg guy and Wonder Woman and I don't even know who. Aquaman. Else. Aquaman. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I think Carl Drago from Game of Thrones is playing Aquaman. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool, though. I'd well, see that. From riding a horseback to swimming around in the ocean. And he's a merman or no? Yeah, he's, he's a merman. A mer- merman. <laughs> okay. And fourth, Superman is obviously supposed to be a Spanish guy. Right? <laughs> no, like, they had the signs up, and, you know, no illegal aliens, like, Earth is ours, this and that. And, you know, he's an alien. He doesn't belong here. It's clearly... Clearly supposed to be that, right? He's supposed to be a border jumper that he does all these good things and and you don't realize it because you don't take the time to look, right? (laughs) And then along comes Batman, who's supposed to be like this Republican hard-ass that's like, he needs to die. Even if there's a 1% chance that he's a rapist or murderer or this or that, we need to to kill him and take him out. Like, he just feels like they're saying we're stupid. You know, like, you don't think I know what you're doing here. Really? You really need to force the issue on me? I know what's happening. I understand. I know most of the people coming across the border want a better life. I know it. Everyone knows it. 
Most people know it. Even Trump supporters, deep down, know it. Everyone knows it. These people want to get the hell out of there. They want to do something better for themselves and their family. Okay? We get it. Right. Some of them rape people. Some of them are murderers. Okay. That's everywhere in the world. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. But don't sit there and insult my intelligence and be like, well, you know, it's just a little undertone of this and that and yada, yada, yada. I don't want it in my movie. That's all I was thinking about while I was watching that. I was like, really, guys? You got to go there. I'm like, you can't just have them, like, hate each other for a different reason. I don't know. Think about it. See, the problem with Batman vs. Superman was there was so much that was bad about that movie that I think just to grab onto something that I thought I could enjoy was that there was political undertone. It could have been an epic movie. It should have been. People yeah. waited like a hundred years for that movie to come out. The final, like... Yeah, like almost like Freddy vs. Jason. Yes. You know? What do you and, think Lex Luthor was in that movie politically? <laughs> think about it. He was just some maniac. Yeah. Libertarian? I literally wrote that. <laughs> He's the libertarian of the group. He hates both. He just wants to do crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. You know. Well, I guess even further than libertarian anarchist. Maybe, yeah. Anarchists get a bad rap. People think anarchy and they think total chaos, but that's not really what it is. I don't really believe in an anarchist system, per se. I think you need government. I think you need a very small government, but I think you need government. Yeah, you need a, a referee. Of course. Something. A buffer. Yeah. Something. You know? Every, every, I don't know, is there any place in the world that doesn't have government? Mm. Besides, like, you know, these weird tribes here and there. Antarctica? There's no one there. (laughs) There's penguins. I guess. Even penguins have a hierarchy. That's true. Everything in the animal kingdom has a hierarchy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone needs a way to agree on something. That's true. Or at least come to a compromise. I'll tell you where I did like politics in a superhero movie. Captain America. It just came out. Did we see it together? Yes, we did. We did. I really... Because it fits. Because Captain America is an American soldier, right? Right. He's a super soldier. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's all about. It's about him and he's a soldier and he's this and that. It fits. It's okay. And it was an awesome movie. You didn't think so? Well, all of a sudden you're turning around and saying, I like politics in this Where movie. Where it needs to be. Where it need Because he is a political figure. That's why. How is he a political That's figure? Because he, he has a, a star on his chest? Be, yeah. He's Captain America? He's a super soldier for the United States government. That's just purely political. Right. So he... The problem with uh, Civil War... I think, right. was that there wasn't, there was too much middle ground in the political spectrum. It was all Republican, all conservative. Because you have a super soldier, Captain America, right, built through mil, uh, military advancement, right. which is clearly on the conservative side of things. Sure. Big military. Which I kind of disagree with, but. I think they both want to steer that way, and I think it's like a game behind the scenes, but that's neither here nor there. Well, on the surface. Right, on the surface, yes. And then you have Iron Man, who is... The odd thing is that this, which is a good thing, I guess, it brings to light how the political parties have, like, just changed so much. 
Because you would think that Iron Man is a Republican. No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. You would think he's on the, the liberal side of things because of big government control. Yeah. And also, he was just... He didn't... He was a badass. He didn't like, you know... He didn't like rules... He kind of just did whatever he wanted. He was kind of flashy. He was not a conservative person, you know? He blew up whatever there was. He became that way. He became that way. Like most people in life when they get older. Right. But in this movie, he becomes a conservative. Yes. In this movie. But he didn't start out that way. But it's a conservative leaning that's already been muddled because it's all about control. Whereas... The Republican Party started off have minimal government. Well, there is no more Republican Party. Let's okay. they're neoconservatives at this point, right? Right. But it is what it is. They just don't exist anymore. Big government. There's trying big, to keep themselves right. out of. There's government. big government now, which is the neoconservatives, and there's even bigger government, which is liberals, and then there's Bernie Sanders, which is just insanity. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets everything for free. Forever. That's it. Okay. Yeah. That's it. But, you know, like I said, I mean, I think I think it belongs in that movie. It works. It yeah. works in that movie. Did not Superman versus Batman? Some freaking weirdo from Krypton. <laughs> you know? And, like, who would ever hate Superman? He does all this awesome shit for everyone, doesn't ask for anything in return... He's a fucking socialist. <laughs> you know? And then they want to shit on him. For what? Because of a rumor that he killed somebody. So what if he killed somebody? Maybe he deserved to die. <laughs> I don't know. Should have killed Lois Lane. He's the root of all the problems. Yeah. The yeah. woman? Yeah. It's always the woman. It's always the woman. Oh, <laughs> try this apple, Adam. Delicious. <laughs> We're not supposed to. Don't be a That's how I feel about it. What else we got? Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. We, One we of our favorite guys. About, yes. How could you not talk about Kim Jong-un? <laughs> you actually got me a shirt. <laughs> I did. Spinning a basketball on his finger with a bunch of yeah. Korean words that I have, still don't know what they mean. doesn't matter. You know, I, well, it would matter if I'm wearing a shirt and it says, you know, kill the white. What the hell do they call us these days? Round eye? Yeah, round eye. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no, no. Kill the American pigs. Oh, American yes, pigs. That's American good. pigs. It could be. I really don't know what it says. I like round eye better. <laughs> I think they're making fun of us because our round our eyes are bigger. Hmm. Maybe we look like aliens to them. Like you know how we see aliens? Oh, uh, okay. With the big eyes. But they had a meeting to discuss uh, Kim Jong Un. This is North Korea. You know the right. uh, the party. Right, and they decided a to democratic s- process. I'm, I'm sure of. Of right? course, of course. Yes. yes. Okay. And they have decided to give him the greatest name that is allowed in, I guess, communist parties. Greater in general. than supreme leader. Greater than supreme leader. What could be more greater than su- more greater? What could be greater than supreme? Well, you don't understand communism. <laughs> I don't because. He started off with the title dictator. Right. You know, and that's 
A pretty scary term for anybody sure. that's outside of North Korea. Sure. And then he went on to supreme leader, okay. which means, you know, all-encompassing, supreme. Mm-hmm. And somehow they decided that great is better than supreme. So they started calling him great leader. Uh-huh. Everybody would call him, oh, great leader, great leader. I'm sure they're calling whatever the fuck he tells them to call him. Well, pretty oh, pretty much. And they know that. Because of this, these little party conferences. Right. And the next name, I only heard as a rumor, but he was called the Grand Leader of Unicorns and Rainbows. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. This was at the time Good. when he was friends with Dennis Rodman. So that could have had something to do with what he wanted to be called. Uh, he also has been called uh, King of the Jungle. Because he saw he saw that movie uh, George of the Jungle. No, he saw the movie The Lion King. Oh, and he got offended that the lion was the king of the jungle. So instead of King of the Jungle, he's King of the Jungle. <laughs> so now all Koreans are you know are now to believe that he is the king of the jungle as well, and he can defeat a lion or whatever. Oh, all right. He might be able to. I don't know. Um, he's but, also the inventor of a new technology called the internet. Yes. And I've also heard him uh, be called the nuke whisperer. <laughs> you know, you know, he doesn't have to be called. He, look, this is a this is a website I ran into. It's really, really. It. This is all true. Like I actually looked into all of these, and like you find like interviews and stuff. Uh, let's just say 10 things that North Koreans really believe. Because these people, I feel bad, they're brainwashed. They have mm-hmm. no outside media. You know, he's like living in this giant fucking palace and whatever. And these people really believe he's like, um, maybe like a demigod or something like that. You know, like. For the people. Human, well, like half human, half God, maybe they think he is. So they are to believe that the U.S. started the Korean War, of course. Yes. <laughs> okay. And this is the best part. Kim Jong-il had a supernatural birth. Okay? I'm not kidding. Based on Kim Jong-il's official biography, he was born on Korea's most sacred mountain. Right? And uh, at the exact moment of his birth, a new storm formed and lit up the sky. And the season suddenly changed from winter to spring, and a double rainbow appeared. Um, so, this is also something they believe. Um, he's also, uh, Kim Jong-il was a fashion icon. Well, he had those Elvis sunglasses. Yeah, but, you know, everything else had to be tan. Oh. <laughs> or, <dope laughs> or something like that. Oh, my God. This is terrible. Oh, my God. Look at this, number six. Kim Jong-il invented the hamburger. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) The McDonald's hamburger or hamburgers in general? No, come on. McDonald's copied them. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they believe, obviously, that he's magical. He's got supernatural abilities, which also now Kim Jong-un has. Uh, Oh, he cured dwarfism, too. That's a good one. He's gifted. Oh, he shot... uh, (laughs) Remember when the, the golf thing... He shot. Uh, he shot an eighteen. Yes. Yeah, hole in one on every on every hole. I heard it was seventeen. 
That's ridiculous. How could anyone shoot a 17? Easy. No. No. This is how he did it. (laughs) He lined up. I think it was the third hole. Hit a hole in one. But it bounced into the cup. And then bounced out. And went on to the next hole. And got a hole in one in that. That's pretty cool. So, by North Korea golf rules, once it goes into the hole, it counts. So when it bounced out and went to the other one, he actually got a negative score on his next hole. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Well, going from one crazy politician to another. So hold on. What? We still haven't finished the rank that <laughs> Kim Jong-un is at now. Wait, I thought he was the great whatever. No, no. It gets higher than it that. It gets higher? Oh, it's higher than that. Okay. Chairman. Chairman? Chairman. You go from supreme leader <laughs> to chairman? No, grand leader of unicorns and rainbows. All right. To well, chairman. Unicorns and rainbows and chairman. Because he's of the people. Of course he is. <laughs> what else? Anything else? Well, Kim Jong-un? Yeah. Chairman. It's ridiculous. Well, besides that, he's still uh, shooting off rockets. Or at least, you know, supervising the shooting off of rockets. Do they even know what they're doing? We should just leave them alone. They'll probably blow themselves up. I think the problem is is that Japan is right across the water from them. So I promise Even though that no. North Korea says, yeah, we're just shooting them over into the waters. You know, their rocket technology is so bad that they'll accidentally hit Japan because they'll just keep on trying to shoot it further and further out. No. Dude, I promise you, think, just think about it this way, right? If if Japan decided, you know what, let's just destroy North Korea, who would really say anything? Besides maybe China. I don't know, even China right now hasn't been uh, exactly. having fun with North Korea. Who would Korea. say anything? Russia? Russia doesn't give a shit about North Korea. What do they care? I like Russia. I love Putin. You love Putin? Yeah. There's a there's a great picture of him, like, shirtless, riding a horse, like, through a river. See? Somebody. That sounds like something Kim Jong-un would do. Yeah, but he actually does this shit. He's like a Sambo expert, and he's ex-KGB, and he's a, he's a, he's a real badass. Okay. You know? He's like a legit badass. What has Kim Jong-un done? I don't know. What has Kim Jong-un done? I don't know. Think about it. You think he like... Even if he wanted to do martial arts, who the hell's going to hit the guy? Oh, I thought you were going to look it up in the top ten things that Kim Jong-un has done after going over what his dad has done. No. Come on. Who do you think's crazier, him or his dad? I think the son is always the craziest because look at this motherfucker right here. Tell me that's not badass. That's pretty badass. Even he's got the shades. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. Right now, Elias is looking at uh, male pornography of uh, Putin. And then <laughs> shirtless just, on a horse. And look at the softer side. Oh, a teardrop. Look at the softer side right there. Look at him. He's got a fucking sniper rifle. He's holding a... What is that? A leopard? Yeah. Baby leopard. Playing with wolves. 
And playing with dolphins to show the softer side again. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It looks like he's being attacked Hold by on. that do- dolphin. But uh, look, look at this. Hold on. Just to prove you're wrong. Yeah, look. Look at him. Tossing people, Sambo. Look, that's him with Fedor. Wow. Come on, man. Come on. Did he fight Fedor and win? No. Kim Jong-un did, though. Kim Jong-un fought him and Vladimir Klitschko at the same time. I can see that. Yeah, he won. Big time. Look, Steven Seagal, man. There's nothing more legit than that. Yeah. Let's talk about slimy Ted Cruz. Slimy Ted Cruz? That's what I call him. I don't call him Lion Ted. He just looks like he's covered in slime. Well, if we're going to talk about slimy Ted Cruz, I think we have to talk about the Republican uh, campaign in general for who is their presidential candidate. We all know who the presidential candidate is. We really don't. Yes, we do. There's no way on earth. They're scared to death right now. This is what, you know why they're not backing Trump right away? It's what? really simple. Because they're like, Trump, they don't know anything about him. Like, what is this guy going to do? We don't know. But I think they're, they're thinking like, you know, if we back off now and we're like, no, no, we don't want to back this guy. And then reluctantly back him, if he blows up the world, we'll be like, look, I mean, we had to do it. I, we didn't really want to, but, you know, think about it. What are they going to do? Vote for Hillary? Well, they have to back them. They, technically, they don't have to back them. Because oh. this, is, this is something I learned through the New York primaries. Okay. New York primaries happened, and there were three legitimate presidential nominees for the Republican Party. Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, and John Kasich. Ooh. But... Okay. <laughs> But on that ticket, you could still vote for Ben Carson. You could. You could. Right. See, a suspension of a campaign doesn't mean that the person has dropped out of the race. I understand. So what I think they're trying to do, the Republicans, is Trump supporters and Trump himself really aren't up on all of the rules and regulations of a presidential campaign. We found that in Colorado and multiple other states. So what the Republicans probably are doing right now is everybody suspends their campaigns. So Donald Trump thinks, hey, I'm the candidate. Yeah. But what he does, and then all his supporters think, yeah, he's the candidate. They don't go and vote. So then every other state gets won by somebody else because they know. After the first state, they'd be like, all right, something's up. Because clearly, you know, they're not You stupid. think Donald Trump pays attention to the Donald, specifics? Donald Trump, no. But his handlers do. He'll just complain. He'll be like, what? I was winning in the polls, but Listen, nobody went. Donald, of all of the candidates, okay, I guarantee you this. The most well-armed people are Trump supporters. And if you fucking disenfranchise them, it's going to be a civil war here. They're fucking crazy. They're just nuts. They're nuts? Well, I... Come on. I can agree with that. Yeah. Because, especially for Cinco de Mayo, their presidential candidate went to Twitter saying, eating a taco bowl 
<laughs> pitching Trump Barring Grill and saying he loves Hispanics. Well, maybe he does love Hispanics. What's yeah. wrong with that? The problem is You that hate him when he doesn't love him, and you hate him when he loves him. He can't win. I have a problem when he's trying to outdo Billy Mays as a pitch man <laughs> and running for president at the same time. God rest Billy Mays' soul. God the best there ever was. The best there ever was. Trump is getting pretty good at it, though. I mean, he will put a pitch into anything. He's always done it his whole life. His whole life. He's going to be a great president. You'll watch. It's going to be awesome. Ted Cruz's bloodline I want to talk about, because a lot of people don't know that he is cousins with Barack Hussein Obama. Wow. Yes. How close of a cousin is he? I don't know. Probably like 14th cousins or something. That's not the point. They share the same slimy blood. (laughs) <laughs> just look. First of all, there's this great thing. If you go online, guys, and just type in something like "things Ted Cruz looks like," I mean, this shit is uncanny. Look at the blobfish, right? Look at that thing. Yeah, they're the same person. You're telling me he doesn't have a bloodline to a blobfish? <laughs> the same slimy texture, the same weird nose, dead eyes, weird smile, weird smile. Blobfish is kind of cute. Ted Cruz isn't, though. Look at that one. Is that a blobfish, or is that just a pile of prosthetics? I don't know if it's two pictures of Ted Cruz. No, no. That's definitely a blobfish. (laughs) Okay. The best one is this woman that was on Maury. (laughs) It does look like her. (laughs) All right. So now I get to thinking, well, who else might he have bloodlines with? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh... So I started researching. And who do we have? Was that Kevin Malone? I don't know his real name, but yeah, Kevin Malone from NBC's The Office. Yeah, Kevin Malone. Uh, this player from Duke University. Random things Ted Cruz <laughs> looks like. It's great. A Ronald Reagan mask? Right. Alf shaved. Could be. I don't see this one too much, Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know. If you're home, find out for yourself, though. It's a fun little exercise. Yeah. And something you could do with the family. Yes. Yeah. What do you think you... Think about it. Throughout history, who do you think he has bloodlines with? Well, according to Trump, he has... Uh, oh, his, his cousins? Yes, his, his, uh, his uncle or great-grandfather was uh-huh. connected to the JFK assassination. Oh, no, that was his father. Oh, his father, okay. Yeah. Well, look, here's the thing. Um, People were suspicious that Cuba had something to do with the JFK assassination, right? Right. Ted Cruz, his father... Is Cuban. Is Cuban. Defected from Cuba, right? They have pictures with him, with Lee Harvey Oswald, Right? Does that really mean anything? No. You could have just been in a picture with a guy or standing next to him when someone took a picture. All Trump's saying is, it's suspicious. And that was enough for Ted Cruz to drop out of the race. Think about it. The second he said that, Ted Cruz drops out of the race. What's he trying to hide, Pat? What's he trying to hide? I guess there's some merit to that. No, there isn't. 
I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, a little bit. But think about it. It all ties together. The dots connect. Um, people don't also know that his twin brother is Tom Cruise. So, by that connection, Jack Ruby could have been involved in the assassination of Anybody Jack. could have. But... Jack Ruby was... Yeah. Took a picture yeah. next to Leif Harvey Oswald. He was obviously could. shooting him at the time. But was he Cuban? Was he a Cuban defector? And how was he just walking around as a Cuban defector? Clearly, something was going on. Everybody in Cuba was involved in the JFK assassination. Maybe. 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 So, I think Obama that, did it. You think Obama killed JFK? That's right. Just blame <laughs> Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> what about Nijelko Kabrinovic? Who? Look him up. What are you talking about? What? Wait, hold on. Nijelko? Ned Jelko? Ned Jelko. <laughs> Kabrinovic. It's Kabrinovic. Say it right. What? There's no H at the end. It doesn't matter. That's how you say it. That's The American version is Kabrinovic. <laughs> Who is this guy? What's the similarity to him and Ted Cruz? Well... A little bit, right? I guess. But Ted Cruz isn't Serbian. Or Yugoslavian. They don't even look alike. What are you talking about? This was the guy that assassinated Prince Ferdinand uh, at the start of World War One. Are they related? I don't know. I'm asking the question. I think it's possible. Maybe on the mother's side? This guy looks kind of slimy, too. Not as much as a thick layer of slime as Ted, but mm-hmm. maybe a thin layer. I mean, he has the black hair that's right. very short. Right. And I would think that's how Ted Cruz would look if he had a mustache. Right. I'm going to go ahead and believe it. Why not? I mean... Ted Cruz is related to Nedjelko Kabrinovich, who killed Franz Ferdinand and started the war. Yes. Right. I'd say, uh, I'd say fact. I think we should uh, we'll ask Ted Cruz about that. And see if he's really lying, Ted. He's lying, Ted. They're all liars. <laughs> I saw a video of like Hillary Clinton lying for thirteen minutes straight. It's fucking <laughs> hysterical. I think, man, Hillary Clinton thinks she she really blew it. She what had, did she blow? She had the whole presidential thing. She had it in the bag. And then. And then I think she got cocky. I think she thought I can do no wrong. And no matter what I do, no one's going to care. She lies about Benghazi. That's huge. Now, like, there's soldiers coming out saying, look, we were ready to go in. She lied about being shot at on a tarmac. Come on. Who lies about that? You don't have to. That's the whole point. She lied about the emails. It's bad. What emails? I don't know. What emails? Who knows? (laughs) Probably dick pics from fucking Bill Clinton. Want <laughs> to see? You think they actually do it still? At that age, I don't think he's touched her in like fifty years. <laughs> There's rumors that she's a lesbian. Well, Chelsea's not that old. 
Yeah. Kelsey, what does she look like these days? She cute. Uh, not bad looking. Married, but cute. But with the presidential campaigns running to the end, it seems that the vice president pick maybe what really pushes somebody over the top. I tell you what, if Trump was smart, he'd pick Kasich. He's not smart. If he was. <laughs> so we'll find out. If he picks Kasich, he's smart. If he picks some other idiot, like Ted Cruz, the second he picks Carly Fiorina, no one likes her. No one ever liked her. She destroyed you and Packard. Why would you pick her? Because you're running mate. Well, this campaign didn't fully end until in Indiana. She fell off the stage introducing oh, him. God. And he didn't even notice. <laughs> he probably did notice. He was like, good, good riddance. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he thought she broke her neck. But if Trump was smart, he'd pick Kasich. Because Kasich has Ohio in the bag. And he needs Ohio. And... Yeah. But Trump would want to pick somebody that really is a real cheerleader for him. You know, somebody that agrees with his ideas, thinks he can do no wrong. So I think he would nominate John Miller. John Miller? John Miller. John Miller was... <laughs> Who the hell is John Miller? I can't even think of him. Allegedly, John Miller <laughs> is Donald Trump's old publicist. What? That worked for... A marketing company that was connected <laughs> to the Trump Foundation, organization, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And he went on two radio shows and talked about Trump and said, this guy is great. He's right. tremendous. He actually used the words tremendous. Okay. It's coming to light now that people believe that John Miller was actually Donald Trump. Calling into radio stations <laughs> to talk about himself as somebody else. <laughs> but see, why do they do it? If it's true, because this is alleged, you know, don't sue. Allegedly, like, why do they do it? You don't need to do it. You don't need to. Maybe Trump's getting scared now. He's like, oh my God, I might win. <laughs> he doesn't want to. He's like, how do I screw this up? He can't. Anything he says, the craziest things and that he anyone can say, for some reason, if it comes out of his mouth, people are like, ah, it's old Donald. You know? He literally said he can go out in the middle of the street in the city and shoot people and still yeah. vote for him. <laughs> Come on. If anyone else said that, anybody, their campaign would be over. If anybody did what Donald Trump has done, each and everything, their campaign would be over. And his campaign gets stronger. The worst part is he has some good ideas. And it's... My brother actually has an idea that Donald Trump's campaign is a conspiracy theory to get Hillary Clinton elected. Oh, no. That's an expensive conspiracy no, no. theory. Hillary Clinton... I thought Hillary Clinton was going to win from the very beginning because there's nobody on the other side and there's no one on the Democratic side either. Bernie Sanders, come on. But I mean, she did it to herself. She did. Mm. Did what to herself? She ruined her own campaign. <laughs> Come on, she talks with a fake accent, a fake Southern accent sometimes, <laughs> to pander to the to the black community. It, you cringe when you hear it, and like people fall for this shit. And then 
just lying about shit you don't have to lie about. Like, why'd you send the emails? Oh, I, I didn't want to have two computers for my email. Here's a newsflash. You can log into different email accounts on the same computer. Right? Yeah. It's like, if you don't even know something as simple as that, you want to run a country? No. No. What she really has to do is engage the American public in some sort of show womanship, I guess you could say. So I think her vice president should be Bill Clinton. Can he run for vice president? Apparently there's a gray area. It's not really gray because um, one of the amendments to the Constitution said that if you have already been president, then you cannot run for vice presidency. But somehow somebody said, well, that's a gray area. It doesn't sound like it's a gray area. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he's not running for it if he gets picked. Maybe that's the uh, the hook if on that. If he doesn't campaign for it, maybe I'm like, wow, she just chose me. You know, like. <laughs> but think about it. What really gets Americans riled up about politics? Um, it depends what side of the aisle you're on. Look, if House of Cards. I never saw it, but I heard it's amazing. Yes. So, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, in the White House as president and vice president? Well, they have a big problem, too, together. You really don't want to put them together, because they have their whole foundation that's under scrutiny now. Mm-hmm. And also... It'll make a great TV show. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what America's all about right now. Yes, reality. The TV show. Oh, man. I think... No, I think Trump would make better TV. If you want to go that route. I really do. Come on. Well... You can't miss. We really don't know now. Because everything seems to be what just if, a suggestion for Donald if, Trump. I guess. What if he wants to stop world hunger with Trump steaks? That would be amazing. Those yeah. Trump steaks would be pretty old by now, though. Yeah. Well, they make new ones. They make a new batch. You know? <laughs> a new batch? I couldn't even find a cardboard box on eBay to buy one. <laughs> And I looked. I wanted a Trump Steaks box. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. Also, you know... They, He's becoming a politician. Plus, like, Bill, they'll tear Bill Clinton apart because of that whole NAFTA thing that really kind of destroyed America after he got out. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone's leaving to go to China and all these places. I don't think he'd work. It would be awesome. I would love it. But think about it. God only knows who he would bring in there. With girls at the end. Late night girls. Monica would be back. <gasps> My God. Would she be back? Monica Lewinsky could run as her vice president. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Show her compassionate side. I'm willing to do what it takes for America. I hate this bitch. <laughs> I'm going to work with her anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I like Kasich, but he sucks. Why are Americans so dumb? He really is, I think, the most qualified. He's down to earth. He's like kind of in the middle on on everything, like the smart way, you know? Yeah, not everything. I feel like Kasich would have been a, a do-over. What, what is... I, I dare somebody to tell me one thing they don't like about Kasich. 
one thing. Common Core. He doesn't want Common Core. Yes, he does. Are you sure? Yeah. I think he backtracked on that one. No way. Uh, March March third. Still a Common Core supporter. According to whom? You know the media. Breitbart. Breitbart. Yeah. They're pretty. uh, They're pretty solid. Yeah. Well, at least they're they're right leaning. Of course. And they're you know. Which means that they would you know. Yeah. Focus on what they think is good, I guess. Absolutely. Hmm. Even Huffington Post, which is all the way on the other side, yeah. talks about Common Core, John Casey. Huffington Post is not doing well. At all. Well, they don't pay anybody. Right. I hear you. I learned the hard way that when you don't pay writers, nothing really gets done. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm still learning. You know, you get it? Look, that's why socialism doesn't work. It's called incentive. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Unpartisan. I'm Pat. And I'm Elias. And we'll see you when the news gets nutty again. Bye-bye.